Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. The madness has officially begun. It's time for you to shoot your shot and score big on the nonstop action with MyBookie. It doesn't matter whether you're filling out multiple brackets, betting the national championship winner, or simply looking for player and game props. MyBookie has you covered. Sign up today at MyBookie.ag and use promo code OUTOFBOUNDS to secure a first deposit 50% bonus up to $1,000. It's simple. Put in $200 and play with $300. Put in $1,000, play with $1,500. Just use promo code out of bounds to claim your bonus. College ball, NBA, and UFC, no matter the sport, no matter the minute, MyBookie puts the action in your hands with in-game live betting. And with choices from thousands of lines and odds, you can turn any game day into payday. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with MyBookie. Support for the show comes from MyBookie.ag. Receive a 50% bonus on your first deposit by using promo code OUTOFBOUNDS at checkout at MyBookie.ag. The Out of Bounds Show is powered by the award-winning golf courses at Dancing Rabbit Golf Club in Philadelphia, Mississippi. Good morning. The Out of Bounds Show is powered by Mosquito Joe. Make outside fun again. Mosquito Joe's. Supposed to be a great weekend of weather, sunshine. Grab some crawfish, cold beer. We've got SEC baseball, the Sweet 16. I guess some of you will be into some golf. I don't even know what tournament's going on. I do know the Masters is in a couple of weeks. I'm, uh, well, I'm tentative on that. So, Mosquito Joe. Also, um, ex- they can install misting systems or service your existing misting system that's important in the spring summer fall because it's warm here all the way through uh october sometimes november mosquito joe mosquito joe we want to welcome in our friend tom luganbill national college football analyst with espn lugs joins us on the bucked up energy drinks guest line tom luganbill how are you buddy I'm doing good, man. How are you? Well, I've got a I got a torn meniscus. I got to have surgery next Tuesday. Oh, wait. Well, hold on a second. A meniscus. Now that's probably 
two to three weeks max before you back up to full-blown practice schedule? I mean, what are we talking here? Well, he's – all right, they think uh, four or five days I'll be ready to go. Oh, well, there you go. See, we've we've had some advancements in medical science. So, here – it's a 20-minute procedure, which I thought was great. And um, I haven't really had anything done on me in 30 years. So, uh, yeah, I'll be down and back. You see, I there is a uh, – so I went to the Masters a couple of years ago, and the same yeah. buddy is floating that he may take me again, okay? Oh, boy. Yeah, but this is – you know, we're kind of getting into crunch time here because Tuesday and then how and then the next week is Augusta National, and when you go, you walk your ass off. You know what sure. I'm saying? Oh, yeah. So oh, yeah. um, I'm just it's, – it's touch and go, man. But sometimes you got to play hurt, so, right? Okay. Listen, yeah, you got to know the difference between being hurt and injured. And as we all know, man, you can't make the club sitting in the tub. <laughs> Have you ever had knee surgery? I'm I'm going to reveal something to you that you're not going to believe. Okay. Okay. And I played power from, five football. Yep, I played for let's see, seventh, eighth, ninth, tenth, eleventh, twelfth. I started every single game of my four-year college career. Every game that I was eligible for, I was the starter. And then played two years in the Arena Football League. And I never one time so much as pulled a muscle, strained a knee, sprained an ankle. The only thing I did is I broke a bone in my left wrist six games into my senior year and was able to soft cast it and play and get through the year and then have a cast on after the season was done. And that's the only time ever that I've ever had any type of injury. Is that crazy? That That's remarkable to play quarterback. Hold on. Did you play QB in junior? I know you played in high school. Did you play it all the way yeah. through? No, I was a tailback uh, in seventh, eighth, and ninth grade. Then I was a quarterback 10th, 11th, and 12th on the varsity. And then how, how, about, how about this, though? I was, when I was a starting quarterback at Georgia Tech, I was about 165 pounds. That's it? Yeah, I was about 170 pounds at Eastern Kentucky my senior year. And remember, in those days, the AstroTurf was literally carpet laid over cement. Brutal. Yeah. I know, brutal, right? But isn't that weird? Like, I've always been one of the, for some reason, to knock on wood, I'll probably walk out on my front porch and fall down three steps today. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I've never had, I've never really had anything happen. It's nuts. Yeah. At, uh, the orthopedic surgeon told me running's over, but I, I really had hung that up anyway. Do you run or do you just walk? I, I do a lot of resistance training, a lot of weight training. I will go out on long walks where I might jog intermittently, but I'm not going to lie to you. I don't think there's anything more boring and going for a run yeah. or getting on a treadmill. I'm I just get so bored, I can't do it. Like I'm just like I'm 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 going insane. And so I yeah, I don't do a lot. Of, I was I was with my I was out in Arizona uh, yesterday doing an event with my my dad and, and and Kurt Warner and my dad and I yesterday went on like a five and a half mile walk. Right, fantastic. Got plenty of exercise. You know, chatted it up a little bit. Yeah. But man, I'm telling you, cardio kills me. I cannot stand it. No, I, I get it. I, I like and to, drink. It doesn't help. No, 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 no. <laughs> the, the, the beers and all that. Um, how's Kurt Warner doing? Really, really good. You know, we were doing a deal. You know, I don't know if you've seen his movie. If you haven't, um, it's shockingly and surprisingly good. 
Um, I had not seen it. I knew I was going to be doing this uh, event. It was a, it was a like a theater showing with a Q and A after. And one of the reasons why my dad was involved, and you know the story between my dad and him, and, and the, and the sure. link between the. Uh, but that part's actually not portrayed in the movie. And so Kurt was kind enough to do some things to try to acknowledge my, my dad and the whole process. And this was one of those things. And I got to attend it, which was kind of cool. And, um, but the movie is sensational. And, um, and uh, I, if you haven't seen it, I really, really recommend it. Cause I was, I'm looking at the previews I'm seeing. I'm like, boy, this kind of looks hokey and corny. It doesn't look like it's, I don't know. And then I went and thought it was anything but. So I was very surprised. Good. I'm glad it's. Uh, yeah. Weren't you the one that recommended the Joe Montana? Uh, yes. Okay. Yes. I, Have I, you watched it? I'm almost done with it. What do you think? Really good, right? I think it's incredible. And here, a couple. I want to bounce a couple things off of you on this. Um, yeah. I have to tell you about this game-changing product I use before a night out with drinks. It's called Z-Biotics. Let's face it. After a night out with drinks, I don't bounce back the next day like I used to, and I have to make a choice. I can either have a great night or a great next day, and that is until I found Z-Biotics. Every time I have a Z-Biotics before drinks, I notice a difference the next day. Even after a night out, I can confidently plan on hosting this show and being awesome without worry. Look, I won't lie. I was a bit on the fence about Z-Biotics initially, but then while hanging out with friends over cocktails, I gave it a shot and believe me, it is the real deal. Go to zbiotics.com slash OOB to get 15% off your first order when you use OOB at checkout. Remember to head to zbiotics.com slash OOB and use the code OOB at checkout for 15% off. Thank you, Z-Biotics, for sponsoring this episode and our good times. Okay, first of all, he was a heck of an athlete. Uh, and I Great think basketball I'm, player. Yeah. People don't know that. He was a scholarship basketball player. Yeah. Big-time basketball player for his high school and, and you know, dabbled in that at Notre Dame. You know what? I, I didn't keep up with it when he was in college, how much he was – bringing them from behind and winning yeah. games. And, and yet they wouldn't start. They wouldn't st- I, I couldn't wrap my brain around that, Tom. <laughs> I know, man. It was crazy. And the thing that I was, as I was watching it and I'm, and I'm, you know, looking to where we are now in our college athletic climate, you know, he was one of seven quarterbacks there, seven quarterbacks when he arrived on campus. If that was today's day and age, he would have been gone after two years. No question. And he just kept hanging around and hanging around and battling and competing and fighting. And uh, we obviously, the rest is history. Yeah. Look, the, the story at Notre Dame and kind of, I don't want to say they were dysfunctional, but as you're watching the story on Joe Montana, you don't really feel like they have their act together. As much exactly. as you... When I was a kid, as much as I thought they did, Tom, because, see, they're no longer the deal. Like, I've got two young guys yeah. in here right now under 30. They don't give a damn about Notre Dame football. But when I right. was growing up, in the when I could start remembering things in the early 80s, oh, yeah. we were still living off of Notre Dame out of World War II was the college football monster along with Alabama eventually. So people paid mm-hmm. attention to Notre Dame, you know? 
Yeah, you know, it's kind of like what we used to talk about with, with Nebraska, right? You know, Notre Dame was one of a handful of teams that was a nationally recognized label because, you know, there was very few televised games. They're always going to be one of them. And you're right. It's so funny how, like, that's why, to me, um, you know, not to transition from a team to a person, but that's why it's so intriguing to me how a Deion Sanders, regardless of what the – age of the player is he's timeless like there are kids now they're 14 15 years old they know who Deion sanders is they know who prime is but you he's in a very 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 small percentage of elite iconic athletes that you can say that about and i don't know if people truly realize i mean it's been a long time since Deion sanders has played football Yet everybody still identifies with him. There's very few programs and players that 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 have that ability. No, you make a great point on on Dion, because uh, my son, who's in high school, knows exactly who Dion Sanders is, and right. and because Dion is so into social media and barstool and and yeah. still endorsing things and so on. Uh, that's a great point. And look, I mean, he's right down the road here. It's so crazy that he's actually going into year three at Jackson State um and I know you've been around him um is it through the Under Armour what's yeah, your time? He used to, so we used to do camps with him he was involved in our Under Armour All-America camp series then we started to get him involved in well he was always involved in coaching the defensive secondary uh in the Under Armour All-America game and then when Steve Mariucci's had NFL conflicts with the playoffs. And then, of course, Herm Edwards moved on to, to take on the Arizona State job. He took on a little bit more of a prominent role before taking on, obviously, the Jackson State uh, gig. But, yeah, we did. I'd probably do, on average, four to five camps a, a spring or summer with him for five, six years. And then, obviously, spending the week uh, down at you know the Under Armour game for well over a decade with him. What I- – have you ever been around anybody who's with that personality and energy and, and that it never, like the Energizer Bunny, it never stops? Tell it me. never stops. He's the most enthusiastic, positive, energetic person. And it's easy to see why the kids love him. I mean, he's, he's hard on them, but he loves them up. They, he makes sure those kids know that, you know, it's not personal. It's not an attack. It's to get you better. And they respond. Somehow he resonates with kids, um, and there's times where, you know, you watch him, you watch his coaching style, and you say, man, these kids are going to tune him out, and they don't. And, and I think that's – obviously that's a reflection of the respect that, that they they have for him. But, yeah, man, he is all gas, no breaks, man. I mean, he, he doesn't take a day off. He doesn't take a minute off. I mean, and you're, you're right. He's figured out, too, the social media component to connect in the world that these kids are living in right now. Yeah. Tom Luganbill, National College Football Analyst with ESPN on the Bucked Up Energy Drinks guest line. You think he can uh, – he had a great year last year, Tom. And he, he he goes to a place – Jackson State won my whole life and then lost their way for about 20 years, okay? They had this coach, right. W.C. Gordon. And, of course, they went through Jackie Slater and Walter Payton and Jimmy Smith and just great player mm-hmm. after great player. And then sure. things, you know – shifted with the historically black colleges and so on. And so many of these uh, players now obviously go to the SEC, Big 12, whatever. Well, so Dion comes in, everybody's asking themselves, can this work? Well, he has a great year. 
and he's gonna right. he's gonna roll out more talent than anybody else in that league. Do you think that he can eventually parlay it into a top thirty or forty job at the Power Five level, Luke? Yeah, if he keeps winning, I think that's the natural progression. Um, and you know, let's not forget too, he's you know his son Shadur who was the freshman starting quarterback for them as a true freshman, you know, that kid's not an FCS level talent. <laughs> that, that kid had multiple power five offers, tons of group of five offers. So they're not playing with your normal FCS caliber talented kid at quarterback. So that gives them distinct advantages, obviously. And then um, I just think that with the transfer portal, how attractive it is for maybe let's just say older guys that have played some football that, that, would, that would be willing to transfer down because they think the affiliation with Dion is going to help their, their NFL draft stock. That's going to get that roster really, really talented, you know, sooner rather than later. So ultimately at the end of the day, if next thing you know, he starts reeling out, you know, Let's just say he gets in the next three years, if he's still there and he's able to get, you know, three double-digit win seasons, that would be four in a row. There's no question that's going to parlay into some job somewhere. We we talked about his strengths, and he's got a lot of them. Um, just like everybody, he's got some weaknesses. How do you think he would – what would be in his best interest as far as setting up his Power 5 program? Look, you know he can recruit. Uh, he's going to be – you mentioned his – Connectivity with the players, which is huge. Yeah. Social media, he'll get the alums excited, all, all this. Um, I guess just like any other coach, he'll have to tap a a super locked-in OC and DC and special teams guy to carry the weight on that end. How do you see it? You know what? All of those sorts of things, I think, can be ironed out. He can talk to the right people. He can do his homework. I, I don't think that is big of an adjustment or as big of a, if I would say, thorn in his side as the one thing that he would have to encounter that he doesn't deal with now, and that is boosters, alumni, and power brokers that can control the narrative and that can make decisions. And I, and I think that is something that he would have to really adjust to he would have to monitor. He would have to maybe play the game a little bit, whatever it may be. I don't think that that would be something overly enjoyable for him. And it's really not overly enjoyable for anybody. Right. right? Um, <laughs> but, you know, at the same time, he's used to it being about him and about his persona and about his image and, and all those sorts of things. And you start taking one of those jobs, and you know how it is, but you start taking one of those jobs where there's a lot of hands in the cookie jar. Yeah. You know, what What would he do? How would he respond? And how would that ultimately play out? It, it's fascinating that he's even decided to go this route because, as you alluded to earlier, Tom, he's still a star. Like, I know. Just on endorsements and barstool stuff and this, that, and the other, the guy can make well into seven figures, okay? So it's yeah. not like he has to grind for $350,000 a year to be the head coach at Jackson State or anywhere else for that matter. So, he loves the kids, man. Yeah. I'm telling you, it's that, it's that simple. It comes down to, in his mind, he, he really is involved in the development and, the, and, and ensuring the well-being of productive citizens to society. I mean, he's a no-nonsense guy now. 
There ain't no excuses with him. There's no pointing fingers. There's no, it's not my fault. Um, there, there are no free rides. I mean, he's, he's really big into self-accountability. And, and he has zero tolerance for anything else. And I think that's why he's in it. He wants the young people that he's working with when their football's over to understand they've got to be productive members of society. And he takes a lot of pride in it. He's one of the most competitive people to ever play the game. Oh my goodness. And you and I were growing up. It's hard for a lot of people to kind of look at it this way today. But when you and I were growing up in the eighties, the two biggest stars were not offensive stars in college football. They were Brian Bosworth and Deion Sanders, two defensive players, which is pretty remarkable considering today we are totally driven by quarterbacks loose. Oh yeah. And, And I think a lot of that was just because of the panache, you know, the pageantry, uh, the, the flash, the exposure, the, you know, I mean, if you really, if you really want to break it down, I mean, Deion Sanders is the godfather for where we are at right now as it relates to individualism of athletes. Yes. I mean, at the end of the day, it, but here's the one thing that in my opinion, Deion Sanders for all of his, public persona traits do you want to know the one thing that was the priority producing on the field yes and i think that's where we are in such a scary moment right now with nil is all of these kids love the attention they love the exposure they have all these mediums to self-promote they have now they have access to potentially earning income or getting paid and we're going to produce a ton of flops. We're going to produce a ton of burnouts because they're, they don't realize that the expectation and your value in NIL is based on performance. That's one thing that you can knock me on. You can say, oh, it was all about him. and it's, He's a self-promoted. But that dude performed. And I'll add this, too. It's true. There are very, very few, even now in today's NFL world, there are very – if you looked at the guys – that are in a contract year, have you always noticed that they have their best year statistically? Mm-hmm. And then what happens is they sign for big money and what happens the next year? Yeah, they, they fall disappear. off. Yeah. They fall off, right? Deion Sanders never did that. That's true. Look at the free agent moves he made in every Atlanta, San Francisco, Dallas. Uh, Dallas. And guess what? They were all moves to get on a team to have a chance to win a championship. True. True. This is going to be unbelievable if he lands a top 20. Now, if Norvell can't get it right and Dion continues to position himself over the next two years, winning, you know, going 10 and two or whatever he did this past year, which is incredible. I I mean, that's even, that's even better than a top 20, top 30 job. But um, can you imagine if he lands a top 15, top 20 job? the way he can Uh, recruit let me tell you what it's going to do it's going to be fun i mean it's going to be fun to watch it's going to be fun to examine um what if auburn or somebody like that went with yeah i mean what what if uh you're looking whether it's an sec or uh uh you know uh, an acc i mean what 
What happens, and I don't think this is going to be the case because I think they're getting better and they're going to be a lot better. What happens if Mike Norvell were to fail? Right. Right? I don't know. I don't think that's going to happen. I think they're really improving. I think they're getting better. Um, but, you know, you, you, you think about that. And, and, again, you know what? Just with any coach in any school, there does have to be uh, some element to the right fit, right? I mean, we sure. got to have the right. we got to have the right fit. At the end of the day, that does matter for both sides, for both sides. You know, and I wonder if he goes G5 before Pete, because, like, if a Houston, a big, good, I know Malzahn's now at Central Florida, but a a really good G5, he can may make the jump one more time and then parlay it into the P5 thing. But uh, I like what yeah. you said about him. That's uh, production, man. I think that's the end of the day. I, I, and that's why I keep preaching to all these high school kids. You're not going to get something for nothing. You're all, you guys are all fired up about all this NIL stuff. Well, you better perform or it's all going to go away. All gonna, it's just like, if, you know what it is? It's going to prepare them for real life. Mm-hmm. You get paid to do a job, right? If you don't do the job, what happens? And, and I think it'll shift. Uh, it will. It'll it's come back itself. over the next four to five years, and they'll they'll unionize, and it's going to be a much more – it's crazy right now. It, it's going to come – I know usually when the horse leaves the barn, it's it's done. This will shake out a little bit and, and will not be as, as nuts as, uh, as it was starting last July. All right, well, man. I, I totally agree with you. I totally agree with you on that. I, I think that, and, and what's going to happen too is if that doesn't happen, we're going to end up with a college football landscape where there's about 20 schools that are willing to compete and everybody else will fall off. And I don't think that will happen, but I, I, I see where you're going, but I think, how about this? I think we'll have a correction in the next few years and things will settle down and it won't be so re- the, you know, the deals will not be ridiculous and they'll be structured the right way. Yeah. The, so that, you know, it makes, look, they're now structuring them to where if you get a DUI, Tom, they, it, you know, it can be null and void. If you fail, you know, if, if you, if you do yeah. academically, you don't do what you're supposed to do. If you embarrass the university, things like that. So we kind of came out of the gate, Ohio state, you know, paid a million dollars, didn't structure it right. The guy goes to Texas. I, you're not going to see that happen um, right. going forward. All right, buddy. No, I agree. Have Bye, a good man. week. Be good. Thank you, Tom Luganbill, National College Football Analyst. That was fun. Deion Sanders um, crushing it at Jackson State. Blake, who knows, you know, another year, maybe two, the right job comes open. And – and Dion lands a uh, a really good Power Five job or a great G five job. I don't know who's at Houston. Dana Holgerson. I don't even know if he's going to win. I haven't kept up. Um, man, you put Dion in the Houston market or SMU. You know that. There's, yeah, Memphis. Maybe. That's got some juice, too. The Out of Bounds Show is brought to you by Mosquito Joe. Make outside fun again. Call Mosquito Joe to take care of you. And uh, for your premium cigars, Havana Smoke Shop at the Reservoir.